friends, in this talk I want to make a small case for the value of not lying. I'd like to start by asking you to consider how you'd feel if you found out that someone was lying to you. I have a few examples in mind of lies that might commonly be told. See what you think and how you feel. The first kind of lie is a social excuse. Suppose someone tells you that they're sick and they can't come to your birthday. Later, you find out that they weren't sick, but wanted to see a friend who wasn't you, so they made up a reason to get out of seeing you. The second kind of lie is a social white lie. Suppose someone tells you that they're your friend and that they support you or like you, when they are actually rather indifferent to you. The third kind of lie is flattery. Suppose someone tells you that they think you're really smart, or really insightful, or really talented at something when they actually think you're not so special. The fourth kind of lie is manipulation. Suppose someone tells you a lie to have sex with you, when you wouldn't want to have sex with them if you knew the truth. The lie could be that they are single when they actually have a partner, that they're disease-free when they actually have a disease, or that they have certain personal characteristics or a certain social status when they in fact don't. How would you feel about the lie in itself? How would you feel if you actually had sex with them because of the lie? The fifth kind of lie is fraud. Suppose someone tells you a lie to get you to give them money when you wouldn't give them money if you knew the truth. Again, how would you feel about the lie itself? How would you feel if you gave them money because of it? The sixth kind of lie is false gossip. Suppose someone makes up a negative rumor about you and spreads it around, and it makes you look bad. How would you feel? The seventh kind of lie is not a particular type of lie, but a particular style, a bald lie, where someone says something that is obviously not true, that you know better than to believe, but that they try to con you into believing anyway. For example, in a discussion about health, someone backs up their position by saying that they studied to be a doctor, when you both know that they didn't. Would you be upset about these lies? Would you get angry? Would you want to yell at the person telling them? Would you want to correct them and let the truth be known? If you had the power to get a person to stop telling these kinds of lies, would you use it? Would it be easy to consider someone who tells these kinds of lies to you to be a person to trust or a close friend? Here are two general issues that I'd like you to think about. The first is related to the golden rule. Why would someone feel comfortable lying to somebody else if they themselves hate it when they think about people doing it to them, if it makes them angry when they think about being on the receiving end of the lie? The second is related to how a person feels about another person who lies. In the previous examples, how would you feel about a person telling these lies? Do they seem slimy, sketchy, fake, manipulative? untrustworthy, evil. Now, as an aside, this is not to say that a person who tells a lie is necessarily any of these things, and not to say that it's good or fair for a person to judge themselves or anyone else in this way. But, for better or worse, it may be very natural for the human mind to work this way, and very natural to get the impression or intuition that a person who tells these kinds of lies is one of those things. If a person feels that way about someone else lying to them, is it possible that, 
if they themselves were to tell a lie, that they would watch themselves do it and feel that way about themselves? Could it be that their conscience will pass judgment on them just as they pass judgment on others who do it to them? There's a big issue here about self-concept and self-esteem. If a person judges themselves and feels that they are slimy, sketchy, fake, manipulative, untrustworthy, or evil, they may feel really bad about themselves and who they feel they are. Perhaps as they go through their daily activities, they don't have time to notice it or think about it. But when they look in the mirror, as it were, if they take time to do something like meditate, for example, maybe feelings related to this will either suddenly hit them or gradually creep up on them. Or, more subtly, they might simply realize in the background of their mind that their image of themselves is not an image of a person that they would like to be. Now, I'm not saying that a person ought to feel these ways about themselves, whether they lie or not, but I am saying perhaps they actually will feel these ways. That's how human thinking works. It isn't always even-handed, understanding, or forgiving. It can be harsh, unmerciful, judgmental, and extreme. To not think well of oneself may or may not seem like a big deal, but let me suggest it's a very deep kind of pain, and it leads to a person running in every direction, searching for some kind of pleasure or distraction to cover up their unhappiness over who they feel they are. And yet they may never find any sort of pleasure or distraction that really solves their problem, since their pain has a different cause. If a person feels unhappy about who they are, will food or entertainment or socializing or money, or drugs, or sex, solve the problem? Or would the solution come from a different direction? I give this metaphor. If you've been shot by a bullet, should you do something about the bullet? Or should you find some way to distract yourself from the pain? Another thought about this is, a person can ask themselves, if there are disadvantages from having a bad self-image from lying, what would it be like to have a better self-image from not lying? Self-image can be linked to so many other things in surprising ways. For example, it may be common for people to struggle with the question of whether they deserve happiness or love. It seems to me like one cause of this may be that a person has a kind of self-image where they feel that they are bad. Maybe, unfortunate as it is, it's a very human thing to think, Bad people don't deserve to be happy. Bad people don't deserve to be loved. Then the person thinks, since I'm bad, I don't deserve these things either. I'm not saying this is how it ought to be, or that people ought to think this way. For someone who wants to grow in love and compassion, they should wish, without conditions, may all beings be happy. But I am saying, perhaps it is this way in people's minds. So, if a person feels that they are bad, they might struggle with the issue of what they deserve, whether they deserve any good or not. One advantage of having a better self-image is that it may solve this problem, as well as other unexpected problems, by addressing where the problem came from. And imagine, what if getting a better self-image was as easy as simply changing one's behavior in a few ways, such as not lying? There's more to be said about the value of not lying. Let me only say a little bit about it here. From the perspective of spirituality, 
One of the great values of not lying may be that telling lies can be a way of practicing not knowing yourself and not knowing what you think and feel. And not telling lies can be a way of trying to get in touch with yourself and what you think and feel. Think about the case of a lie about a person's opinions. Often this is classified as a white lie and not thought to be a big deal. Someone asks, do you like this thing that I own? Do you like this thing that I did? Do you like this music that I like? You can look at it like this. A person who says yes when they think no is practicing not knowing what they think. If they tell a lie like this only once, maybe they still feel clarity about what their true opinions are. If they tell a lie like this every day, maybe instead of knowing what do I think, they end up only knowing what should I think, or what is convenient for me to think, or what do I want to think, or what do I wish I thought. And then they don't know themselves or their own feelings and may feel like they wear a mask all day. And they may not be even sure what's underneath the mask. That concludes this talk. May you all be happy.